Hey guys, and welcome to the emo van. Today we have great legs. Hooray. I wish I had the little, my board has a little clap, um, fucking soundbite, but it never, it doesn't play through for whatever reason. It never gets recorded. So, but anyways, uh, how are you? I'm doing great. Good. Uh, how are you? Good. Um, Noah, right? I just want to make sure yes. I your name right. That's something to ask yeah, before you hit record, but, um, I'm going to, I, I, I never remember. I'm always like, I gotta hit the record button and go. Um, so do you want to tell me about the band? Like a good little, little history of, uh, what it's about, how you got into it, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, so in high school, I met some people that played instruments and they found out I played guitar and then I joined their band which was like a reggae band at the time and then um the other people got older and then me and the drummer like still wanted to make music and so I we just started like a project together um like around college and then the rest is kind of history We've been, uh, it's now kind of become a two piece just because we can't really get anyone else. But yeah, that's how it all began. Sweet. So were you just playing reggae because that's what was being played in the band at the time? Or were you like, yeah, I love reggae. Let me, <laughs> let me get in this reggae band. Yeah, it was definitely kind of just like something to play, but. You know, I, I always kind of like, I have, I used to play in a ska punk band in high school too, before I met the drummer that drums, um, in Great Legs, but, so I kind of like, like some reggae, it's like, I call reggae like shoegaze ska, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was kind of like something to play in, but now I kind of like have a bigger soft spot for reggae though, for sure. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, that's kind of funny. The uh the jump from Well, if you were in a ska punk band beforehand, it makes it still makes sense, but like yeah, okay, I'll play in a reggae band. <laughs> um so it's just a two piece. Yeah. Do, as of right now. Yeah. Do lay bass tracks for everything as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I talked to Robo Pumpkin fucking a while ago and mm -hmm. i always thought he had guitar laid down somehow right and he doesn't at all i don't know how he it's so strange there's no guitar huh. in any of his songs so i was i was curious if if uh you guys would lay those down for it, your stuff yeah and then you, we... you listen to some of his stuff and it's like there's guitar in here and he's like no right. there isn't it's like what the fuck Um, so I like to know the origins behind the name of bands. That's always like a fun little thing. And I know some people don't like telling the truth about it or anything, but I'm satisfied with any story. You don't have to, you can lie to me if you want to. I'm okay with that. Um, so was it just like, you always you just kind of sat and pondered on a name, or was it? Do you have some fucking insane story? 
Yeah, I, I just have like a little story. I don't think it's insane. And yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the truth because I don't have like, you know, like obviously Corey, his whole running shtick. I think that's hilarious. Dickhead. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the first CDs I ever listened to when I was like growing up was uh, a CD my brother gave me. It's like this Canadian pop punk band called Chicks Dig It. And that was, I don't know, that's kind of like my getting into like punk. It's like Ramones worship punk. It's like Mm -hmm. fun and catchy. Um, But they had a song called Great Legs that I really liked. And when it came time to like make a name, I'm a big fan of like adjective noun bat band names so mm-hmm. like like mom jeans or like uh, i don't know i can't really think of anything else right now but something along like those lines and i like that song i just use that song as a as a name sweet yeah origami angel yes i have like a bunch of uh bands written down right that de- right now modern baseball um save face there you go um, yep <laughs> so many are named like that um yep did you see the tweet Corey did about the name? It was a while ago. I don't ago. think so. No. I might um, maybe, I don't know. So Prince Daddy and the Hyena, there's supposed to be a comma between Prince and Daddy. There's oh dude, he has mistake. to be pulling her legs, bro. I, I swear. He I don't know. I don't know. It ah. Uh, I just wish. I mean, I was, could, I could believe it because the idea was a prince, the king, and his like friend. So, prince, daddy, and the hyena. You know, there's no prince, daddy. Oh, dude, that would change but everything. I know, right? And I saw <laughs> that, and I was like, damn, I'm a little bit closer to figuring it out. And even Posture and the Grizzly are fucking in on it because he was like. They told me. They, he said fucking... Yeah, yeah I heard stole that, our name. that one. Yeah, and I was like, I don't trust you at all. Yeah, he literally... <laughs> he literally on, You asked him that question, uh, yeah, Corey, yeah. on the... You're like, is it reference? He's like, he's like no, no absolutely not. People have asked me that a lot. And I know they're friends, so I was like, maybe I'll get a hint. And mm-hmm. I just don't... I don't believe him. And I don't think I'll ever... I'll ever find it out. I'll have to, like... Hold them at gunpoint. Be like, you need. I to mean, also, me. there's also like Empire, Empire, you know, and all these other bands like former that have like commas too. So, yeah, yeah. But hey, one day I'll figure it out. It's painstaking work, I tell you, pondering what it means every day. But all right, so what are your? Do you have influences? obviously we probably do but it's an odd question it's a dumb way to ask the question but what are the influences to your work as a whole i think it's always changing a little bit um like based on new releases or just stuff um i find and discover uh but there are definitely like you know certain bands that like lay a foundation i guess and uh yeah i guess the answer is yes i mean yeah but always changing but yeah there are like a lot of stuff that i feel like kind of forms too. yeah do you have an overall influence 
that you draw on mostly, or is it just so frequently changing that there's kind of? Um, I'll I can say like I think the like the reference for certain records that we've made and are making are like, you know, I'd say we have like a batch of tracks that were made like two years ago and like finished in COVID that I are like Prince daddy worship, like straight up like CTS, (laughs) like CTS came out and like changed the way I like looked at songs and like wrote them. Cause I was like, dude, I want them to be epic like this record. Mm -hmm. And then for like this new stuff that we're working on right now, it's like a two piece, right? So it's like origami angel worship, you know? So, um, so yeah, yeah, those two bands have been like huge recently. Sweet, yeah. Um, so how do you how do you get into the scene? Like I know you were playing in a ska punk band and things like that, but was this always what you listened to or like when did you start? When did you make that decision that yeah, okay, this is what I'm going to be listening to and playing and or this is what I want to be playing and things like that? Um, I think it just kind of happened supernaturally. Like I got into this music probably around college and, um, I guess like kind of just more, I don't know, like kids my age doing music, you know, and like, I don't know, like modern baseball, all those bands, like back in 2010s, like Joyce Manor. And then in college, my I like met a friend through my friend and he was like in the scene and like, or had a band like throughout high school and was still kind of in it. And he took me to like this venue where he was going to play called VLHS. I don't know if you heard of it. It's like a DIY Pomona, California spot. Um, but long, I'm gonna make this long story short. Yeah. Like it was so sick. And then we started, I started hanging out with him more and he, was like doing that and then that's when like i kind of was in a band that was already making stuff and i was like dude i want to like get more involved blah blah blah. so now it's kind of like here and i'm trying to make more connections and like talk to people like go to like every show i can that's around here that people put on so yeah it just kind of happened naturally just by wanting to you know like seeing it and hearing it like like dude people are doing this like i want to do that that's sick yeah sweet um where are you located what's the uh long beach california okay sweet i've i in, i don't know why i mean it's probably because i've been talking to like five other people at the same time uh i thought it was mass for whatever reason what's the scene like out there is it pretty, um is it is it is there enough going on in the DIY scene for you to kind of be going to shows and seeing other projects or is it a little dry? Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Um, there's like two spots um, that we have for like Southern California OC, like not even, that's kind of like the scene that I know better. I don't really know if there's much of like Long Beach, like all genre kind of, other than like bars but um yeah it's like 
two people run stuff and there's like two really good good great venues venues uh like program like this record shop that a lot of bands are able to play and this other like kind of diy warehouse called ftg which is really sweet um they like pretty much get like all the stuff like michael sarah palin came by and we were able to put a show on like over there so sweet you played did you play that show or was it just put on no we like oolong hit me up and was like hey we need a show just because they really cool dudes and they like our stuff and i was like dude wait you don't have a like southern california day and i just hit up someone i know who books shows and you know got in touch with people and yeah yeah. got them in contact yeah that's awesome um yeah they came through boston and i missed both both fucking shows yeah that was yeah that that sucked but they'll come through again hopefully maybe oh definitely yeah so it's all it's so strange to me where they whenever someone comes through boston it's always like really even though it's still like an hour and a half drive like i'm Uh hyped that one of arcadia gray's members bands cleveland avenue is coming through manchester because no one ever no one no one's ever fucking in new hampshire why come through new hampshire because it's fucking out of the way it's so out of the way but all right so more on this the the overall scene like in general how do you feel about like the state of the scene and like where it's going and what's going on in it from like a from like a DIY standpoint of like the emo stuff and like the commercial stuff like fucking I guess like the front bottoms or mobo and stuff even right. though mobo is not a thing anymore. Um, I think it's good. Uh, yeah, I you know obviously it's emo is kind of making a comeback. You know, just looking at it from a broad point of view, but uh. Yeah, I think it's pretty healthy, even because there used to be other venues that like closed down, like the one I was talking about, VLHS closed down a while ago, and then there was another venue ran by this guy, Alex Posca, called Rift Mountain, pretty sure he ran it, Uh, and that closed down, but there's always like been something, you know, present and like able to put shows on and and for the emo scene i think it's pretty good i mean uh there's a few bands out here that are like you know smaller but they're you know best out ever i found them out through like just like instagram and they're killing it so like making a good um, representation for emo in general and they're from california so yeah yeah i think it's i think it's doing well and i think it's only going to get better fingers crossed too yeah and have you done live shows? Have you played any? Live we shows? we have, but it hasn't really been with like the scene because they were like pre-COVID, yeah. and I didn't really start like getting more involved until like after. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was like a handful, and that was when we did have like a bass player to like someone to play bass. Yeah, and someone could come and can uh-huh. t- come do it. Yeah. Well, the nice, like, if you're getting in with all the other bands, someone that plays bass there 
always mm-hmm. can just hop on, you know? It mm-hmm. always seems like there's for whatever reason it always seems like there's bass players getting swapped out constantly right. for uh for everyone. It seems uh-huh. no there's no bass player that seems to be stuck uh set in stone for anybody for whatever reason i have no clue um but uh what was i gonna ask you next oh the album the upcoming ep that you guys are coming out Mm -hmm. um i know you said that it has pretty heavy shit i literally forgot origami yeah influences and stuff do you want to go more in about the album that's coming out yeah regarding you know influences and everything that has gone into it Mm-hmm. yeah so it kind of became a point after like like finishing demos for the lp we wrote like or planned lp to be um released through like well we can't really find people to like play so we can't even play it live <laughs> like yeah if we did like you know say the album comes out where we'd be like dang we really want to play these songs but like we would need like another guitar and bass player that's like mm-hmm. You'd need you know, another guitar. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of like, lead, it's like a full band, like yeah, meant yeah. to be played. Uh, yeah, with like all instruments being played. And I was like, dude, we can't play these. I was like, <laughs> what's what are what are we doing? So I like kind of made the jump to like do like something origami angel style. And because I saw them play here in LA. And that show was like so insane, like just went off the hook. Was that with Mom Jeans and Safe Face, or was that? Early? No, it was. Um, I think it was like their tour right after Somewhere City. Oh, okay. And I think I don't know. It was the the venue or the bill here was like kind of weird, like Glass Beach, uh, headlined. I and then huh. it was Short Fictions, Origami Angel. And this other sick band from here, California, called Step Brother. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it was that tour, but it was like at a bowling alley. There's actually someone recorded the whole set on YouTube. Really? And it's so sweet. You can see like the windows behind them like fogging up. like <laughs> With all the people in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I actually ran door for that show. And like, I remember I was telling the other guy who was helping me out. I was like, hey, I'm going to leave. I need to see the set. And like, I'm so glad I did. Like... <laughs> That's when I knew I'm like, dude, this band's gonna like be huge because there's like kids coming out like, Mm -hmm. like in middle school. I'm like, dude, I've never seen like that's so sick that like these younger kids are getting into it. Yeah, that's awesome. But um, sorry, I totally just went on a tangent about that. But (laughs) um, yeah, I just because it that that whole two piece thing and the way he does it, I like tried to mimic it in a sense like of how it sounded so i like did what he does i don't know if you like knew but he has like a bass pickup like in his guitar and then he like has like a bass amp and a guitar amp like two signals and so he's like that's it sounds when you see them live it sounds like huge and i was like dude i that's like the way to do it as a two-piece yeah yeah i didn't uh, know that i always wondered how he uh managed that yeah because uh-huh and I missed. I also missed that show. Mm-hmm. God, the amount of con- the amount of money I've spent on concert tickets and the amount of shows I've actually gone to is a horrible ratio of disappointment. 
But. Yeah, I've had I've had to miss my few fair share of, um, just because I can't get like a shift covered or something. Like, oh, most like, of the time it's like oh, I don't have fucking gas. Like, yeah, I, I mean I that had too. Gas yeah, the time I could go, but at the point of purchase. But now I don't have gas a month later, mm-hmm. or the funds to fucking fill my tank. But I I still get I still get out to to most of them, but it's always a bummer when it's like I've never seen Origami Angel, so it's like when you have that ticket, and you gotta be like, fuck, yeah, fucking throw this thing. Um, they'll be back around. It. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too worried. It's just a bummer because when they do, you know, when bands do new, when they have a record l- release or something, it's like mm-hmm. they might not play one of those songs ever again because. It just never. That is true. never one that they, that they are gonna. You know, there's a certain songs you don't hear people play. Mm-hmm. Are you are you like the way where, like sometimes you'll get into a band and they're like they're like two albums past, like they have a song you really like, and then you're you're like, oh, even if I see them, I probably won't even hear like, yeah, this era. Yeah. Um. The like the front bottoms is a pretty good example. I've yeah. I went and saw them a few times. And I always wanted them to play Funny You Should Ask because it's mm-hmm. my favorite one, but they never really played it. And I went to see them in Worcester with Oso Oso when they toured the most the most recent one besides this one that's coming up. And um, I met Brian and Matt separate occasions. They were fucking going to do something. I don't know. And... Um, I was standing outside the venue at like 11 a.m. The concert didn't even start till like fucking set. Doors weren't even till seven. But um, I met them and they were like, is there a song you want on the set list? And I was like, if you guys have practiced Funny You Should Ask, please play Funny You Should Ask. And they did it. And that was fucking brilliant. But I mean like Prince Daddy. I, I haven't heard him play Brock Shed out of all the times I've seen him. Which is disappointing. Yeah. Um, Mom jeans, Girl Scout cookies. Haven't heard of Girl Scout cookies. Um, and I mean, there's all. I'm sure there's even there's even more where it's like, I wish they'd they'd play one of those one of those songs. But it's a Definitely. bummer because it's like it is this one's this song fucking goes so hard, and then it's like the first album they released and it's got like, you can look on Spotify and it's got like 5,000 plays for some reason. <laughs> it's like, well, they're yep. never going to fucking play this. So that's sick. <laughs> but. <laughs> All right. Um, do you know how to, do you know how to write me? Mu- do you know how to like read music, like sheet music or know any music theory? I, well about the reading and writing, I, it's like at a, grade school level and it's only because i took like a in college like my senior year i just took like a the class that like kids come there when they're like music majors like the Mm -hmm. very first class and it's the class where they're like bro this is dumb like i already i learned this stuff in like fifth grade it's like you know it's a breeze for them but i was like over here sweating because like need it for a credit and you're like what the fuck is I'm like a senior taking this like I'm like have never known how to do it and like learning it for the first time so I have like one class under my belt yeah um uh so it's very uh new skill for me but I can like barely understand it Mm -hmm. and then 
yeah, I'm like the same way as most people where they just like throw it in a voice memo, like when they have an idea or like start building something. And then, yeah, eventually like makes it onto the computer, recorded and then worked on. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So just like everyone else, I just find that yeah. insane that that's the, that is the industry standard right now yeah voice memos and and then and i will say probably like when music theory like i know like a little bit but most of it's just kind of like things sound good and i like have this like pattern mm-hmm. that i kind of understand but i don't really know like the fine terms like definitions of what yeah, yeah, yeah. it is that's like happening you use it as like a guide somewhat and then, yeah yeah sweet yeah it always it always throws me off when it's just i still think it's crazy even though like that's what everyone does it's just the Uh the way the way it goes i i love that you asked that question because i feel like a lot of people don't and i think it's so interesting like how like the process is for people like when i was hearing other bands say like oh i do this i'm like dude what the heck i do that like yeah it's, it's so it's I'm waiting for the day for someone to give me some like fucked up answer. Cause like most of the time someone like it's, it's the voice memo and like the, and then everyone kind of does music theory a little different. Cause it's like, how like, does it sound good? Does it, Oh yeah, I know some music theory or I taught myself music theory and I'm waiting for the one where it's like, I write out the tabs right there. Mm. What? Yeah. Psycho. <laughs> you know, some weird, like nutty shit that like they do and it's just it's wild and i always so i do a game at the end of every show and um i've been trying to come up with new ones and i'm trying out a new one with you today but when we will get there when we get there but sweet uh arcadia gray said you should i think it was them i don't know who it was i think it was them it all they all mesh together at one point. They said mm-hmm. they should you should show tabs and have them guess what song it is. Oh my gosh. And I was be, like, that's that'd be funny. That's, <laughs> that's not even fun to an extent. Cause how are they gonna fucking know? <laughs> well, it's I mean not, you I mean I don't know. I feel like you'd be surprised, honestly. Yeah. Like I think people would get it because like there's like a meme of like people like showing like the American football guitar riff. And it's just a tab. Yeah. And like I could start with that one. Yeah, sure it's a very like you see like one. the hammer on and the pull offs and then the sliding and there's just like that one note that I mean, I feel like guitar players who know tabs will be able to like be able to do it. To totally decipher a tab. Okay. Then I might try that. But that just sounded mean when I heard it. I was like, fuck dude. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but, that's a pretty funny idea. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. That, that's a it just seems like a, oh man, you could get a lot of like, what the fuck are you trying to do to me? And then I feel like, like what you said, that does make, yeah. Like if what if, know, I mean, if what you if really you just put on like a, a slipknot riff or something? It's like, See, that's what I, heck? that's what I could do. Like, here's some songs you might know. And then here's a Willie Nelson song in tabs. <laughs> like, how, like, who the fuck's going to know that? No, I don't think anyone's listening to Willie Nelson who I'm talking to. <laughs> um, Shout out Willie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, I met his, so this is it's extremely off topic, but I met the 
harmonica player in the Willie Nelson band. My my grandmother's boyfriend, which is just an odd statement to say. First of all, it's like a weird thing to say, my grandmother's boyfriend. But he uh, did maintenance on harmonicas for him, which is wow. like very like a crazy thing to think about. So that was kind of cool. That was the first concert I ever went to. And now I'm here. Wow. I do uh, DIY shows. The That's a very ball, interesting, rare Garrett fact. Yeah. Now everyone knows. Um, so I mean to ask this question to everybody, but I never do. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever asked it. Do you have a song that you've written, released, that's out there and people can listen to it that you like despise, that you don't like? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Is it like a... Like, if, if it's out there, obviously, you don't hate it to an extent of, I'm going to take this off. I don't want to, um, mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to listen to it. So what the, what's the gripe with it? Just dated or is it just? Um, I, I think it's cause like when we recorded the second EP, we had like, we were kind of like trying to make more songs. And I wrote that one, like, going into the studio to play drums, like, when we were recording drums. Not the studio, just our friend's house. Um, But I was like, hey, Joe, I got this really easy song you need to learn. And we're going to put on the record. I think it's really good. And I'm like, when I listen to it back now, I'm like, "Uh, that was not the move. It just feels like, I mean, it's, like, simple and short and sweet but it's kind of like i don't know honestly i think of like a lot of people like musicians like i don't really like showing people the stuff that's released right now because i Mm -hmm. think the the newer stuff we're writing is like just like way more um i don't know just everything is like improved yeah do you think you've kind of found the sound that you've wanted yes thank you that that is like the way to put it i think to finally like land on something um but i mean no one really listens to us anyways like you know it's not like we're a huge band or anything so i'm not really worried it's more of like to have stuff on there and like they're good but yeah yeah Yeah. i've listened so whenever i have a band on it's like all I listen to for like the two mm-hmm. days coming up to it. And I like all of it, but I get what you're saying about trying to find the sound that like you want. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I've listened to other bands where like what you sent me in email and like what is right. on there. Um, uh, fucking Spotify where it's almost two different things. Right. Um, right. And that's always, I get confused sometimes because I'm like, okay, well, I listened to the email. Now I'm going to go listen to the Spotify stuff so I can just like have it in the background while I'm doing stuff so I can just mm-hmm. get an idea. And um, I thought it was the wrong, I always get scared that it's the wrong band sometimes because I'm like, is this, for yeah, I feel I that, yeah. <laughs> 
who there's a couple others that I've done that uh, early exit was like a fucking I was like is this the right fucking band I don't even know <laughs> and I feel bad saying it but it's like there I've they I have stuff that I'm listening to and then it's like I don't know because also with the small bands there could be another you know what totally I mean? or, yeah like when someone sends me something I listen to that first it's like are they on Spotify is this the right band and then I'm like right cro- right cross referencing um. <laughs> album like art candles album yeah. art with the fucking the instagram and i'm like okay, yeah. sick. okay this is right this is right you think i'd use the fucking link in people's bios at this point right but okay, whatever all right so i have some more like fun questions that are fun because who likes all the serious ones right um so i know it's only Oh, shit, you're in California, so it's, like, fucking... What time is it there? It's, like, 8.30. It is. Yeah, it's, like, 8.30. Fuck. See, this is the issue when I think you're Eastern Standard. Have you eaten anything today? Uh, Not yet. Okay, so but, we'll do tomorrow. Well, not okay. tomorrow. We'll do yesterday. Tomorrow okay. hasn't <laughs> even happened. You haven't eaten anything tomorrow. Um, So, a food you ate yesterday... I, see, I haven't even eaten. I'd have to. I have to do yesterday too. Um, a food you ate yesterday and a song you've had on repeat lately. Okay, so yesterday at work, I had a uh, like a chicken sandwich, um, like lettuce and then like pepper jack cheese. I work at like a um, like a rib company restaurant. Do you glaze um, the ribs and stuff? No, I'm a server. Oh, I don't okay. like you yeah. don't deal with the food. All right. But it was really good. It was really good. Um and then a song that's been like just recently been like nonstop is uh one of the new Alex G singles, if you know Alex G. I don't, but I'll write it down. Um Yeah, he's been like putting out some singles a lot. He gives like an album coming up, but there's a song called Runner that he just put out that's really fun and catchy. Sweet. Yeah, I um yesterday I ate mac and cheese. Well, you know what? Since you said one that you ate at work, I'll say one that I ate at work. I ate a fuck. Now I can't remember what it was. It was a Caesar salad wrap with chicken. Ooh. I do. So a while ago, I was doing something completely different, and now I've just been, like, doing random jobs for, like, friends and stuff. And yeah. Just, I've been helping this uh, lady out a lot, and she does caterings. So I'm, like, driving a van across the state to fucking feed rich people and shit. Nice. So... That's super fun. Um, But she made me one of those. And on repeat, I haven't really had one on repeat this week. So I'll just say the top one on my like songs list. You in Weird Cities, Jeff Rosenstock, because it's the first thing I click every time Mm -hmm. I get into the car. Do you you Spotify? Yes. Yeah. All right. Do you like – so all my save songs – are just random accumulations of like four songs at a time that are played on repeat 
until I find another four. Do you do, do you do that? Do you find yourself like in your daily and then you're like, wow, this song's sick. Like, and then that's all you listen to for like three weeks until it happens again. Dude, I, every time people ask me about like my listening habits, they're so weird. Like I, I like listen to like an album, like, or artists at a time, like, but just like album wise. Like, I don't oh, think I ever, okay. I very rarely, like, will go to, like, a mix or, like, mm-hmm. a liked songs playlist and hit shuffle. Um, I'll be like, dang, I really am feeling, like, some Jeff Rowan stock, like, the yeah. album. And you'll like, listen like, to the, you'll listen to an album instead. Yeah, or or just, like, pick. Or, like, a section like a, of the album or the Yeah, or just, like, a song, like, themselves. like, yeah, or just, like, that song, like, and it's on the album. Yeah. And then I'll, like. I'll be like, oh, I don't know, that part remind me of this, or just something like, like, oh, it was good to hear that. Like, I'm going to listen to this newer record that came out again, like a different artist. I don't know. Yeah, and go sweet. to that. And like, I don't know. It's just really weird. I don't get it. Like, yeah. How, like, why I don't just like go to a playlist where all those songs are probably going to be anyways. Uh huh. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, weird. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, my, my, spotify wrap up this year is gonna be fucked i don't even yeah, know what to expect but it's it's that's it's just that's how it is when the way i listen to music now it used to be like front bottoms you listen to the front bottoms for like three months straight it's like great that's fucking sick dude no i do are, do you do it too where like you'll go through like a like a phase oh. like of like an era like i don't know maybe you're like back into like 2000s like pop punk like some 41 oh or i don't I'll, know i'll go back and I, like my partner made fun of me the other day they were like oh that that i thought this was on the radio and you were you weren't actually listening to it and i was listening to rage against the machine and i was like i was like what it could be worse i could it could have been no, like dude, rage is so good but i was like nah. what this is like this isn't this isn't bad, and it was like because they were in the news recently, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a band. All their songs sound the same, but like it's a band. <laughs> yeah, they're they're actually like really sick. I wish I I could get more into them. Yeah, they're yeah. I would I'd listen to some of that, but like I I'll get into like I want to listen to fucking Riley and Arcadia Gray, and then it's right. And then it's like, oh, the front bottoms and modern baseball, and then heart attack man, and then I had this crazy Prince Daddy phase of listening to just everything Prince Daddy for a while. Hell yeah, same. And then like Mom Jeans, because both like they both had albums coming out like back to back, and it was right, this, you know, and they were both like fundamental. Like after I listened to the front bottoms, I found the Mom Jeans stuff and then listening to mm-hmm. the 420 split you find prince daddy and right then you spider out into this horrible horrible obsession with what's happening and you start oh god it's insane it, it just gets batshit after a while of what you're listening to and then you're listening yeah i to feel that everything under the sun you know but yeah, the, the, the my my listening is like obsession based pockets. Same. Of like, 
oh, Prince Daddy and this and this and this. And I just got a notification on my phone that Chowzand posted something. I had this fucking insane thing where I listened to only only them for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right. So moving on to another qu- fun little question. There is there are a lot of bands that write very short songs, like a minute, minute and a half. And then there's like long stuff, like um, you know, Mount Eddie. I no. do not actually. What's the name of there? They have another project that's all the same people, just name something different. Uh, fucking whatever, it's not a big deal. They have a song that's like eight minutes long, right? Which is pretty tight because it's like five different songs mashed into one that fl- that flows yeah. okay. And uh, so, do you prefer? like the average length song or do you like the short like bangers i mean you're wearing a joyce manor shirt so i think yeah. i can fucking answer this question myself <laughs> but um do you have a preference on like what i prefer the i, I prefer the short ones because they are usually like fast hard no chorus and then it's over although they're yeah. always too short you know what i mean but yeah yeah i think yeah that like short sweet and just like catchy or just like whatever if it's done well like short yeah it's like so easy to love i think that's like their Mm -hmm. um capacity like why they're so great and yeah joyce manor has perfected that craft definitely um but i do think like longer songs are really cool too um like i think there's i don't know just like that new prince daddy black mold at the very end yeah, of just that, like he performed that when I went and saw that. Fucking you saw that live? Yeah, I did. He Dude. only did it for like the last three. I know. So I, everyone was like awesome. asking. He's like, "We can't play that yet. Like, we don't know how." <laughs> it was fucked up. That was. You saw that? You were you saw that tour? Yeah. The performance level from. So I saw him in Rhode Island. With mom Is that teams. for CTS? No, or? that was before CTS in Rhode Island. Okay, so that, that was, wow. So you yeah, was... That was 2019, maybe, when I saw him then with Mom Jeans uh-huh. and Mover Shaker and Hit Like a Girl. Okay. That was a long time ago at like a 200-person venue. So, so they didn't even like put out I Lost My Life yet. Like, did they play that on that tour at all? So this was like they like hopped on to this mom jeans tour for like okay. three things because it was like he's in New York and he was on right, like, right. A, like the New England road and then right. mom jeans like shot back over to California or okay. whatever and it may they might have I'm not sure the other funny thing about that concert was we were in Rhode Island and Eric was like sing the family guy song and no one there was probably from rhode island they were probably from boston and they fucking no one knew how to fucking sing it and he was all disappointed because no one knew the who knows like even if you live in rhode (laughs) island who knows the fucking whole family guy song come on right but anyways from that show to their first headliner with cts to the one i just saw the performance between that and the cts show was fucking insane like when he doesn't he he did uh he did a lot of stuff with just the microphone he wasn't playing guitar when you saw him right yeah that was fucking um no wait he 
he played guitar, but he did like a couple songs um without it. Okay, I see what you're saying. For no, he no? he was always had a huh. guitar. Which one? There were two songs that I didn't take my meds when he performed that. That was fucking bonkers because he went batshit at the end. Um, and uh, it was the first one they released as a single. A random exercise in in permanence. He did without um the guitar and he was crowd surfing and shit it was fucking wild that's awesome but um long story short and my ramblings um the perform the way like he's performed and the whole band performs has like, right. evolved into this like awesome like performance that he can do uh, for sure which is really cool but yeah that first the first time i ever saw him was fucking batshit banana crazy yeah it was such a small venue and like that's so sick it was both of them you know mom jeans Uh and prince daddy so it's just like a awesome little collab there um but okay uh where was i okay so speaking on the matter of shows when you go to shows do you do you get in the pit um sometimes Sometimes. yeah i can't do it anymore i'm only 24 but my body can't do it anymore yeah i I, beat up (laughs) yeah same i'm 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 too i got two years on you yeah it's kind of it only gets worse (laughs) but there's definitely like shows where like i don't know just recently the when prince daddy came through um they were playing at Chain Reaction, and it was like a headlining show. Chain Reaction's like a legendary venue over here in Southern California. Like mm-hmm. every band from the '90s, like played there too, and it's just a sick spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guy was in the pit for a little bit, like there, because I was like, I just have to, <laughs> and it's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I d- I didn't crowd surf. Like I was like, I don't want to land on anyone or hurt anyone That's or hurt what- myself. <laughs> I've done it a few times and I don't I've hit the ground a few times too doing it. And surprisingly it doesn't hurt as bad as like you think it would cuz right. you got adrenaline going. But I mean uh-huh, the next totally. morning you're really stiff. But um I don't I don't crowd surf. I don't offer to crowd surf anyone anymore. Right. Because uh once you do, everyone thinks like, "Oh, this guy will lift me up." And it's like, "Yeah, I can maybe lift up one more person." I yeah, just all concert. Live. You got a whole line. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm tired. You're like I'm so tired. Please let me rest. <laughs> like your arms hurt. It's like great. Now I have a back issue, and I'm sitting down at the bar with like yeah. five waters because I can't breathe because I've been lifting. I, I can just up. I can just imagine like like people on like like a route coming right back to you. Yeah, get me up there. It, someone like. I'm not tall, but I'm taller. Yeah. And someone like tapped me on the shoulder and was like, can you lift me up? I'm like, okay. And I look around <laughs> and there's a guy about my height and I'm like, Hey, she wants to go up. Can you help? And he's like, okay. Yeah. And we lift her up. And then like four more people see it and come up and they're like, do me next, do me next. And it's <laughs> like, no, why? <laughs> you got like five bucks. I'll do it for five bucks. Shit. This That's is so like, funny. this is a lot of work. But whatever, 
So do you have any, like, like, have you ever been in a pit and, like, had, like, something wild happen? you have any, like, crazy, is, like, you have a crazy story? Um, yeah, I have, like, two. Um, one was, like, this show that happened, like, once, like, the first show I went to after kind of shows were coming back. Yeah. Um, it was, like, just some DIY show thrown at, like, a park amphitheater. It was like kind of these local, I don't know, just really local bands. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, super fun. But this guy like managed to climb up like the amphitheater arch. Like, I don't know how, but he was like, it was like pretty high up, like where you could first grab. It's like maybe 10 feet or something. So he grabbed that and started climbing up, like, like kept getting higher. And then he was just hanging there. Like, did he? I was like, did he climb up, like get on it, and got on the side of it and climbed, or was he? He was like hanging hands. like a rock, oh my like God. we like <laughs> with like just on the ledge, like this, like kind of just like yeah. shimmying his way like <laughs> higher. I'm like, what is this guy doing? And eventually, he's just hanging there. And I was like, yo, is anyone gonna like Do get something? this guy? And everyone's just like doing circles, like of the bands like playing and shit. and shit. And so I just like went up and like gr- like held his feet and like kind of got him down. I was like, yo, like, are you good? He's like, yeah, thanks, man. I didn't know I was going to get down. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then another one was like at an actual show, like a venue. Yeah. Um, it was actually a Death Grips show, if you <laughs> yeah. heard of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, they're sick. I like their stuff. Um, but I was at that concert, like, in the pit, and it was getting really rowdy. And this, like, dude, like, landed on me from, like, like there's, like, this lower area. And then, like, a higher area, like, above it that has, like, railing. Like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, eight feet. Not a... You kinda, like, like a mezzanine? Like a, it's yeah, like a mezzanine, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, like, another standing area, like... Yeah, like yeah. On mm-hmm. the steps that, like, come down to the pit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this dude, like, just landed on me. Luckily, he was, like, lighter weight. Yeah. But I get... I was, like... I was, like, dude, what the fuck, bro? Like, you just, like... <laughs> Where like, did dude, you that come from? <laughs> I, know, I was, like, where'd you come from? He's, like, oh, I jumped from, like, back, like, behind you. I'm, like... <laughs> How was I ever gonna know? Like you're landing on people, bro. <laughs> no one's sitting in the concert venue looking straight up. Dude, I was just for, like, I was, yeah, I was like, kind of, I was like, dude, he could have like hurt someone. And I'm like, I, like, I was like, dude, don't do that. He's like, he's like, all right, he just like ran into the like. I was like, what the fuck? Of course, it's oh, at like man. a death grip show. Everyone's yeah, like, yeah, like, crazy. No, that, that was bound to happen. Yeah, I, I should have known better, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, there's like, uh, every, every like emo show in Boston, there's a kid that goes with a, uh, Minecraft creeper hoodie and he's pretty, Oh, nice. He's pretty coveted for like his moshing and is it, what's it called? Like two stepping or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The shit's so funny. That's awesome. It's so, I like every once in a while the pit opens up, everyone's tired and the pit opens up and then this Mm -hmm. kid in a Minecraft hoodie and like two other people will like two step for like three minutes and then the, <laughs> it happens again but that's awesome i don't have anything crazy in the pit i've heard a lot of fucked up stories a long mm-hmm. time one of the first guests i had was the guy from unsigned pop punk and he okay. told a story about um this is probably my favorite one i've heard the guy jumping from the um the mezzanine's up there that's a top three Mm -hmm. for sure but this one takes the cake 
he was at Warp Tour and he was on stage off to the side for a band and it was the last mm-hmm. it was the last day for them. So they didn't fucking care. And they were like they had a big crowd. They were like, You see the porta potties over there? Go fucking wreck them. And they started playing. And they didn't think they were gonna do it. But they went over to the porta potties and like destroyed them. And it was the last day. It was the last day. So it was filled with shit. And they wrecked oh, no. the porta. They destroyed the porta potties. <laughs> That's how you know you made it. You just tell your crowd to go. Hey, go break that. Some shit. And they they looked over at them and they were like, "Oh, they fucking did it!" What the like? They didn't expect it to happen. But, and then there one one guy told me a story about they went to go see uh, Drowning Pool. Oh, sick! So um, they were playing Bodies or whatever the fuck that song is called. <laughs> And uh, they, uh, their buddies standing next to this big dude. You know, when you go to a hardcore show, like at the emo shows, everyone's about the same size. No, yeah. there's no like huge dudes really. There's you know right. every once in a while there are, but I'm usually the bigger guy, so like you can get you know yeah, you yeah. can kind of push push people around. But at a hardcore show, I've been to a few. Of these these guys are big, six yeah. feet, <laughs> four hundred pounds. This guy's standing next to this huge dude, and they, they like, you know, they're playing the song, and they go, they're getting into the chorus, and when they get into the chorus, the guy picks this guy up <laughs> and throws him on the floor. That's just Wait, like, was it was it mutual, or was No. He just picked <laughs> him up. It's just, like, it's this, like, crazy, like, I... When it's you like go to one of these instinct. shows and people are jumping off the stage and jumping off things, I kind of get it. But when someone takes you and picks you up and throws you, that's like, that's taking it a step too far. <laughs> but it's still, like, I mean, for that song, dude, it's bodies. Pretty- like, it's almost like, I feel like he's going to be like, dude, I got thrown too bo- like, by Like, it's someone. a very good story. It's yeah, he's like, like yeah. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. All right. So one more one more question and then we're going to get into the game. Okay. So I saw that you saw Mom Jeans in 2016 on the Great right. Legs um Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that made me th- like if I saw them that early on cuz that was when that was my senior year in high school. Right. And I don't I didn't I hadn't heard them until I moved to Colorado and listened to them right. like a year after. Uh, that would have been definitely like my top show that I've ever been to, like the wildest best show. So I'm wondering what your, like the best show you've you've been to, like hands down, like memorable, favorite, you know, anything like that. Yeah, that is tough. That is tough. I mean, there's one that sticks out. Just because it's like a core memory. It's like one of my buddies' bands called Tough Stuff from back in the day. That's like my friend who I met in college that like got me into all this stuff. Yeah. Anyways. Um they like were playing their like last show or whatever at VLHS, that one mm-hmm. DIY venue. And um I believe it was either... I think that was, like, the first time I saw Just Friends back when they were, like... Oh, really? Like, still, like, a 
emo band or like yeah. a punk band with horns and shit. Yeah. And that was like super sick, just like seeing them. And then like some other really good bands played too. I'm pretty sure I've seen uh who are they called? Uh Casual Friday, if you've heard of them. They're like a sick no. pop punk band. Well, not I don't know, like basically like Weezer worship. Yeah. Um But now there's this other cool band. But anyways, that show was really sick because like seeing my buddy play and then like hearing these new bands and like because I already really liked his stuff and then like seeing it like there's like videos of it and you're like like seeing it back like someone record the whole thing and I'm just like in the front like with all my friends and shit yeah. like singing um that was really good I mean and then I don't know I think probably just any Prince Daddy show I've been to yeah. has been like really sick yeah that's awesome um yeah I don't know I mean, the Death Grip show is like yeah, <laughs> probably the wildest. Sweet, yeah. Um, Just Friends opened for Sad Summerfest the first year, right? They did it, I and that, that was that was that was pretty sweet. The performance alone is like worth the. It's a pretty. They're a pretty good opener, on that level and stuff. So, I like all their old stuff. I'm not a fan of the the newer stuff they've done but yeah i mean it's it's really it's really good well it's done good. And yeah. yeah yeah but I'm more, I'm, i agree with you yeah um all right so we're gonna get into this game and instead of doing an album review and instead of listing 10 band names i still have 10 band names but there's five verses and it's who who would win? Who would you choose? And, okay. And why? Um, if you don't know one of the bands, I'm pr- you'll you'll know all the bands, but I'm pretty sure. But uh, if you don't know one, we can just skip. Um, okay. And we're gonna start off with the first one. And I tried to like relate the bands in some sense, so it's not like a yeah, fucking yeah. emo band versus a country band or some shit like that um all drowning right. pool yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this bodies chorus <laughs> all right so the front bottoms versus modern baseball uh, dang those are like when i was really into them like they were at the same exact time like in yeah. college yeah. um so that's kind of tough but i'll have to say modern baseball okay and then I'm going to have, why did I spell the whole thing out and not just do Movo like I did to begin with? Each one that wins is going to move on to, like, the next interview. Okay, I see. And then we'll see who lasts the longest. Uh, Finger 11 versus Papa Roach. Dude. I know, this is a hard one, right? Oh, I do like that. One of the first songs I ever learned on guitar was a Finger Eleven song, actually. Was it Paralyzer or whatever the fuck? No, no. I, I that's a sick song though. I remember like hearing that on Fuse, like a shit ton <laughs> when it came out. But I like I like that song. Um, but I have to go with Papa Roach, okay. even though I only know Last Resort pretty much. But <laughs> I'm sure they have other sick songs too. But damn, that song goes. All right, Papa Roach, <laughs> Prince Daddy. Uh, versus mom jeans. Ah, Prince Daddy. I gotta Prince go with Daddy. Prince Daddy. 
That was a quick one. I mean, I I was like super into. I think the second EP we wrote was probably like my mom jeans era, like listening to that a bunch, like Best Buds, and then, well, kind of just Best Buds yeah. when that came out. Yeah. Um. But then, like, I don't know, Prince Daddy just like they came out became swinging after the yeah. two after those two record after their EP and their LP. Yeah, the like I used to not like that record actually. I thought you didn't like leaving. Really? Um, like when I first heard it, I'm like, "Whoa, there's like this shit's loud and like crazy." And I was kind of like left it at that. And then I came back to it and I was like, "Oh, they're basically like a Weezer like but like super more like loud and yeah. sick." I thought it was extremely funny when he told me that his goal is to be just like green day everything he does is to be just like green day and, and i then, love how much he's like into green day and billy joe like it's so yeah, like cool yeah. his dad snuck him into the pit i heard at that the fucking, that's, it's so fucking that's wild. like the coolest story i ever heard i was like yeah. yo that was sick yeah uh if you listen to have you heard escape from the city super old. yes i love sonic adventure 2 that's yeah. like another thing why i like prince daddy they love like like, dude, I fucking, like, grew up on that game, too. Like, yeah. And that cover they have of it, I was just like, so sick. That beginning, like, riff is just the Green Day. Yep. It's, yeah, it is. It's just Green Day. And I, I yep. realized that after he told Yeah, I realized <laughs> that after he told me, I was like, the fuck? <laughs> this is just a Green Day song. And now I, yep. I hear it more and more through a lot of his stuff that now mm-hmm. that it's, like, in my head but all right origami angel versus save face Ooh, that's that's tough um that is really tough because i think save face the like their new record is so good and then so is Origami Angels, though. I will say, I don't think Safe Face gets enough credit for, like, their earlier stuff. Yeah. Like, mm. there was Mercy. A lot of, there was so much hype on, um, I can't remember the name of this album. One Kill for the Highlight Reel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was so much hype behind it versus, like, all the other stuff they've, they've released. And I, that's been, like, I feel like that's been, like, the... With the new Mom Jeans record, the new Prince Daddy record, all of that. Yeah. Like when CTS was coming out, I was excited, but you didn't hear about it all the time. Yeah. And like when, but then, um, self-titled came out, and everyone was like, "Holy shit!" And then yeah. the same thing with the Mom Jeans, the Mom Jeans record, and then people were like, all confused when one of the fucking singles came out, and they were like, "What the fuck." But also, <laughs> this is, like, R-emo. So, like, half those people, well, 80% of those people are fucking yeah. crazy, insane. Well, when I listened to emo 15 years ago. Yeah, like the that. emo copy pasta. Yeah. The f- <laughs> Real emo only gets us up. Um, but I, I got to go with Origami Angel just because okay. they're, like, you know, we're pretty much emulating them i guess yeah in a sense all right last one some 41 
versus Blink-182 number bands? It's... I have to go with Blink-182, but... Dude, Sum 41 is like... Some of their breakdowns, I just want to steal so bad. When I saw them... Oh, fucking God only knows how long ago that was. I can't remember. I might have just, I might have just been like fresh out of high school or something. Uh huh. When they they encored Fat Lip, obviously. Yeah, of course. And I, I've never seen a pit that big before. It was the entirety of the House of Blues floor. It was fucked up. That was like Dude, how that floor not just caved through yeah, for everyone it, it pogoing. Was bonkers. It was the most like you've been to shows up front before and you know when you're like crammed in there you could almost lift your feet up and everyone else would hold you up yeah. i was i was off my feet <laughs> like it was nuts and like when they did i didn't think it was going to get crazier after they did into deep right you know what i mean i was like this is as wild as it's going to get and that was wild yeah and then all of a sudden i'm fucking getting thrown from the back of the room to the front of the room of the room like three <laughs> times then you're leaving that place, and there's glasses broken on the floor. And wild, 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 wild. But I do, I do really like the those like songs that like you literally, when you're seeing it, you just have to jump. Like, oh yeah, you know that was like my first experience of like being part of the crowd and doing something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you go to like other things, and you're like, yeah, whatever. But like the the vibe of what's going on is is like there, like everyone's yeah, there yeah. for that reason to listen to the, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Which is like that's why I do enjoy like the smaller venues. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. There's a venue in where I in Guilford at the town over where like I've seen a few shows there, and it's always terrible because it's like <laughs> it's a big pavilion outside right. under a big thing like a bunch of seats and stuff and then off to the side are all the bars and stuff like every it's a it's a glorified bar with live music from like okay I see. you know what i mean so it's yeah. like growing up and going there to see a couple shows and then going to boston to see in like a thousand person venue versus a five thousand person venue and then a 200 person venue versus a thousand person venue it's yeah. just a whole different it's, it's so everyone different. everyone's there for the bands instead of going to like let's get drunk and listen to chris stapleton in the background yeah <laughs> but <laughs> all right so that concludes everything i wrote down uh if you have anything to plug plug away and i'm gonna get the outro music ready Sweet. Um, yeah, we have some music coming out this year. Uh, I don't know when yet, but it will be coming out this year. So look out for that. And then, I don't know, just follow us on social media, Great Legs Band. And yeah, that's it. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All righty. Thank you for coming on. I'm glad we were able to get this all figured out um i'm finally being able to like check my instagram and like live my life again after the crazy fuckingness of 
July is a month, and it's August first. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it out. Um, I still haven't come up with an outro. I it's I I need to sit down and write one out or something because now anything I say doesn't make any sense to actually say because I own all my own stuff and I don't even work for the company that I was working for beforehand. So it's like, but this was the emo van. Uh, maybe one day I'll be doing it out of a van again. And, um, thank you. I'll be right back to talk it out with you and, um, I'll see you guys later.